0: Oh, Oh, I'm not going to hold it together tonight. Burst out with the spirit of holiness, Lord Jesus Christ, inside the spirits of this remnant. Burst forth through our spirit, burst forth through our soul, burst forth through our mind, burst forth through our holy flesh. We want a visitation of the Holy Watchers from above on the outside of us and bring with the Holy Watchers a righteous cleansing, which is a righteous judgment upon our flesh, upon our soul, to purify us as priests of our God. They will be priests of my God, Jesus said. They shall be pillars in the temple of my God. He didn't even call God his Father. Red letters, book of Revelation. He said they will be Overcomers of what? Everything under the sun. Overcoming everything. Little things, big things, medium sized things, things you can see, a lot of things you can't see, invisible things, multi dimensional things. Shadows, phantoms, bloodline curses, Egypt, Sodom, where Jesus Christ was crucified for the sins of all people. There is a righteous cleansing. There is a holiness that is judging for our good. We just embrace it. A greater holiness in this place. A greater holiness in our families, in our houses, in our ministries, in our businesses. Holiness. Everything. Holy to our God. No, not your Father, to your God. In the priesthood, there's a reverence. This isn't daddy, papa time. This is not Abba time. Jesus did not use Abba, daddy, God in the red letters of the book of Revelation. And he is the high priest. He is the apostle of apostles. He is the prophet of prophets. He's the judge of judges. He's the priest of priests. He's the businessman of business jesus used the word in the red letters of revelation they shall be priests to my god to my master to who i'm a servant of not the cuddle time no this ain't cuddle time not the kumbaya time this ain't kumbaya time Kawabunga maybe maybe Kawabunga time It's the time of learning a holy, awesome reverence and a reverential fear and awe of God as priests of one nation Israel. Of one nation called Christianity which is spiritual and physical Israel. Not just spiritual Israel because you have changed hearts you have changed minds the luminaries and their lights make you physical Israel what is physical Israel? Jacob in the Old Testament Bible tells you the son it's written in the Bible now don't look at me like that the son and his names two names for the son Orjares and Tomas book of Enoch Two names for Israel in the Torah, Jacob and Israel. Orjares and Tomas, which is mighty warrior, Jacob, thief, and Israel, son of God. Understand, the dream of Joseph was that his dad was the sun, his mom was the moon. He was the constellations. But who was Joseph's dad? Israel. Not just being Jewish, being the sun. Being the sun is being a real Jew, circumcised of heart. Romans 2 it is written, Romans 9, Israel of God, varying degrees of the glory of the suns and the stars, dealing with the luminaries in Romans Chapter 9, each star varies in glory in the context of describing the tree of life, which is an olive tree, the anointing of cosmic garments, and Romans 11, Israel, the tree of life, varying in stars, in brightness, in glory, exact words of Apostle Paul, Romans 9 through 11. Our inheritance in Israel, born again Israel of God, Galatians 6, is the name of the Son, mighty warrior. God is a sun and shield. What's the warfare? That's written in Psalms now. God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel is a sun and shield, S-U-N. Jacob and Israel is son and shield. What is our inheritance as a son? The two edged sword of the word of God of the law of Israel. The dominion of light, the dominion of the true righteous, holy law, and the true righteous, holy law of the luminary is the law of the Garden of Eden, the everlasting covenant. true. Enoch was 1,000 years before Moses. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they had no Torah. Moses wrote it 500 years later. 425, something like that. Many, many, many centuries later. what was the holy Torah of Moses a description through wisdom of understanding how to get a slave engulfed people back into the inheritance of Israel which Joseph told you in scripture was the Sun and the inheritance of the righteousness of Rachel which was the moon and what are the 12 tribes the 12 constellations in Joseph's dream in the Holy Scriptures (laughs) and those 12 stars are in revelation upon Mary's holy mind what was holy about it she received externally the word of the Holy Watcher Gabriel be it unto me according to your word the law of the luminaries is angelic that's the law of the Garden of Eden the law of liberty in Christ Jesus is no longer the interpretation of the Pharisees of the Torah, Leviticus, according to the Pharisees, according to Gamaliel, who is an antichrist who completely and totally rejected Jesus of Nazareth as the Messiah. So the interpretation of the Torah or the prophets and the Psalms by those who rejected Messiah is what we're at war against. It's called sorcery. There are many who use the New Testament in the exact same way. The New Testament is to get you into the inheritance of the Israel of God. Now, Gentiles are co-heirs with Christ, and this salvation is first for the Jew, then for the Gentiles. It is written, which means now you get your full inheritance and not just Pentecostal fire insurance. You get a salvation in the soul, which is in the sun, and a salvation in the mind, which is Rachel, the moon. Truth, anyhow, and it's written in the Word. Now, the law of the luminaries, the law of the sun, the law of the moon, the law of the stars, the law of the first estate, the law of the Garden of Eden. It's called the law of the stars. The Law of the Luminaries. What we lost in the Fall, we get back by obedience to righteousness and the holy commandment of the holy, spotless, perfect Watchers. There's seven of them. They're called Archangels. The seven Archangels are the seven stars in the right hand of the Body of Christ. And these holy Watchers, these seven stars, written in Revelation chapter 2, these are those who watch the nations, some rise, they all have different functions and jobs, ultimately the watchers' jobs is to get the born again believers matured up into the inheritance of Jacob, Israel, Isaac, Abraham. AND THE FIRST ESTATE, WHICH IS THE ONLY WAY YOU'LL EVER GET YOUR SOULS BACK INTO EXPERIENCING THE GARDEN OF EDEN, WHICH ENOCH CALLED THE GARDEN OF RIGHTEOUSNESS. EDEN, AND WE JUST GET INTO HEDONISM. WELL, THERE'S A LOT OF JOY, THERE'S A LOT OF PLEASURE IN THERE, BUT IT'S ONLY FOR THE DNA OF ABRAHAM, ISAAC, AND ISRAEL salvation is only for the Jews of the generations of Jesus Christ now stay with me and you are now Jews through the circumcision of your heart by the Holy Word now I'm not saying go out and do a DNA test quite yet but maybe in 500 years what I'm saying is the burning away of the dust off of your spirit and the roots of all the Gentile nations that are now Israel, not just spiritually, but morally and mentally, it will change your bloodlines. Angels are only dealing with inheritance according to the quality of your blood, which is real faith. Faith where the Word is made flesh. Faith where the Spirit mixes with the blood. Fake faith says Spirit only, but don't change me don't change my blood. What does the Bible say? The quality of life is in the blood. The life is in the blood. What quality of life you're experiencing, which is how immune you are to disease, how susceptible you are to sickness, the quality of your persona and your character and your nature in the realm of the natural, all of that is blood. Blood is the DNA manifestation of your heavenly abode, whether it be under the sun, in the sun or above the sun, is entirely and directly correlated to your obedience to the law of the luminaries after you obey the law of grace. Born again now what? What do we do after born again? Renew your mind to what? The law of liberty in Christ Jesus. The gospel is the holy law of the heavens. That's why Revelation says you have not heard the full gospel until you hear it from an angel or a mature spirit being, someone who's not in an infant state in utero, but has developed the God-sperm part of them into a mature angelic nature of Luke chapter 20. They are the angel-like sons of God, the children of the resurrection. And when they preach from their angel and teach from their angel, their born-again matured spirit in where? the mid heavens which is the second heavens prophets called the mid heavens a lot of prophets call it the heavens bob jones called it the heavenlies apostle paul did call it the second heavens because there's seven heavens because paul was a disciple of the book of enoch like every other spiritual leader in the first century (laughs) so there's seven heavens the second one and the first one are fallen partially fallen but we exist in those partially fallen heavens now our job after we're born again is to take back what the devil stole from you which is the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells to melt the luminaries with fervent heat what does Enoch say they will heal the luminaries which means even the stars Long to be liberated. The sun and the moon and the stars long to be liberated from what? Satan's kingdom of one-third of the stars that fell that kill, steal, and destroy the light of the luminaries and twist and corrupt the law of the luminaries, which is the law of righteousness and the law of the Garden of Eden. God didn't give Adam and Eve laws. He gave them lights and He said, practice light. He gave him his breath, his ruach, into their souls, and they were light beings, living beings. They weren't created human beings. A human being is the result of the fall. That's why you must be born again into, what does the Bible say? Living beings. Second Corinthians 5.17, most common scripture in the Baptist church. We've dumbed it down to a level where it's just like this fire insurance, Billy Graham thing. God forbid, it's a lot more than that. The Bible says the same word for living creatures is the word for 2 Corinthians 5.17, living beings. You're born again, living beings. Now, Satan's temptation and all false Christianity and all false love under the sun to just practice the old man instead of the new creation after you're born again is to not live out of the living being not live out of the Ruach HaKodesh, not live out of the breath of the Almighty, not live out of the law of freedom in Christ Jesus to get back into some other perversion of false Christianity after you're saved. Galatians 3, 1 through 3 is a global pandemic. Forget COVID-19. COVID-19 is nothing compared to Galatians 3, 1 through 3. Try and find a soul and a flesh of a born-again charismatic, believing-in-the-gifts-of-the-spirit Christian on planet Earth right now that doesn't have a mixture of bewitchment. You can look. you probably able to count them like marbles in one hand. Because the en masse global bewitchment of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great deceived all nations. Greek word DNA. Deceived all souls and all flesh to practice a false version of New Covenant Christianity. That's why the persecution's insane to the people that would actually help you the most. That's why the mistreatment is absolutely abnormal. It's bizarre that the people that can help you the most are the most mistreated, neglected, rejected, persecuted people on planet Earth right now because this is the seventh week of Enoch, the perverse generation. Simultaneously, out of the greatest perversion of Christianity, the greatest perversion of charismatic giftings, the greatest perversion of prophetic giftings and apostolic giftings that are irrevocable, comes a righteous generation that Enoch saw would come forth the seventh week. Truth in here. So the greatest perversion, will there be smiting the embryo? roe versus wade is the fulfillment that you are in the seventh week of the book of enoch and enoch saw all things that is written enoch saw the end of the immorality the end of the perversion the end of the corruption of the new covenant he saw the end of days he saw it finished before he had even started before even the flood even came and wrote it down for you it's important because that's god's nature that he tells you the end before you even start the beginning. He says that there would be a greater sorcery after the floods than before the floods. That's written in the Bible. That the sorcery after the floods of Noah would be worse than the sorceries before the floods of Noah. So why did the floods come? To deal with the physical stuff to put them into the spirit world. Okay, there's four different seed lines if you read the Bible you have the watchers and their names written in Enoch marrying women and giving birth to Giants and the Giants giving birth to Nephilim and the Nephilim giving birth to the Eli Eliud. that's where you get Ood fragrance the Oods same word guys now that's redeemable so don't throw out the baby with the bathwater we love Ood I love fragrance, but it's the same root word in the Arabic, Eliud, which were evil spirits, hybrid superpower beings that were half human, half angel, and exceedingly wicked. So you have four different types of wickedness pre flood, and it terminated the flesh and blood of the wickedness and buried it into the earth so now you're just dealing with the spirits of the watchers the spirits of the sirens now you're just dealing with the spirits of the Nephilim and the spirits of the Giants and the spirits of the Eliud. and so all those spirits are what you call demons or beasts of the field and Satan is the chief of the beasts of all the field you're dealing with all kinds of demons and I believe that Revelation chapter 9 tells you there are 200 of these types of beings on the surface of the earth dealing with your DNA, dealing with your flesh. And they hate your flesh because they were part human, so they exceedingly hate humans more than anything. They will do anything to harm you, damage your health, damage your business, damage your ministry, damage your reputation anything. And the more you are aware of their classifications of spiritual realities, the more they will hate you and rage against you. That's why in true apostolic and true prophetic ministry you have all these things enraged against you because you're revealing them out of the invisible realm that they were bound to by the floods of Noah. That's what we're dealing with. Enrage evil spirits that were you That some of them some of these spirits used to be part human not all of them some of them are giants some of them are just straight fallen angels so you have all kinds of different classifications of evil you have some that are pure fallen archangel we call those demon gods lucifer is one of those he didn't corrupt himself with the stuff that you read about in Enoch he's not even mentioned in Enoch it's a different Satan There are many, many Satans, many, many Watchers. There are many, many different things that are not even in Enoch. Enoch is for you to understand the classifications of all your spiritual and physical enemies. It's not the entirety of the description of the kingdom of hell. It's the names of the leaders of the 20s of the watchers that are the heads of the demon gods over the giant spirits, over the Nephilim spirits, and over the Eliud spirits. And those spirits can multiply through flesh and through spirit and through blood. They have a reproduction, that's what the tree. It's a wicked tree, it's an accursed tree, I see all men as trees. It's not even the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's not that tree that's in the Garden of Righteousness. It's not. Read the Bible. They don't have access to the Garden of Eden. They're not in the Garden of Eden. They don't have access to the third heaven. They're in the second heavens. It's a copycat representation of the knowledge of the great wisdom of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Truth anyhow. Truth anyhow! Woo! We're going deeper. It's time for Stronger Meat for Gideon's 300. We need it and it's not contradictory it's a deeper level of wisdom it's a greater wisdom there's wisdom the bible calls wisdom and great wisdom revelation says you need great wisdom to deal with all this stuff regular old wisdom which you could call technon wisdom ain't wise enough to deal with what i'm describing today you're gonna need great wisdom You're going to need a much greater upgrade in your soul and in your flesh. It is required of you that you get engrafted into Israel and become the Israel of God. This ain't optional. It is a requirement to deal with fallen angels that are not even over the flesh and over the earth and over the the giants. They're of a higher class of evil. Okay? They're demon gods, and Paul goes into that classification in Ephesians 6. Powerful ruling demon gods, principality class, fallen archangels. These are fallen archangels, guys. Truth in you, and many of them did not corrupt themselves with women. So they're not the same watchers. There are stuff over there that is undefiled with women, that has a false purity. And it's an, like a false mother of pearl. You can see it. That's why a lot of people that get into false Christianity have a false external purity. Where like they don't sin anymore. They're just good in their souls and in their flesh. But there's no radiance. There's no splendor. There's no actual glory. It's pale horse Christianity en masse global. Maximum measure of deception of false mother of pearl right now from the throne of Lucifer truth anyhow a luciferian purity that's why they have this self-righteousness guys that's why so many are falsely humble falsely pious because these satans these these highest ranking demons the very throne of satan appears to be the throne of god in the book of enoch and peter says the same thing satan goes around as a devouring line like jesus and they say the same thing john angels of light that deceive not every spirit is from god brethren test the spirit or test the angel not every angel's from god greek word angel pneuma which means angel test the angels if they're offended they're false 100 percent of the time and you're dealing with potent sorcery out here which means a lot of the angels you've been interacting in and this should put the fear of god in you is not god's angels And that's why there's no upgrade in soul and flesh and DNA of the actual archangels of the seven stars to the seven churches of Asia Minor that are supposed to be in seven golden lampstands of holy anointing oil through their whole spirit, through their whole soul, through their whole mind, crown of life, through their whole flesh. Israel of God, 144,000, ruling and reigning from the celestial sphere, Revelation 5.10, it is written. But because we're still from below, that's how intense the deception is jude says that even the elite which is the apostles could be deceived Woo! well we've dealt with that this season i deal with people that were apostles that get bewitched and are no longer apostles at all but because of Jezebel under the sun and the Tower of Jezebel go into the false apostolic. You are seeing that before your very eyes. It's not once apostles, always apostles. If you get turned under the sun by the Tower of Jezebel, you're no longer an apostle. You're a false apostle. You can't have a false apostle unless you have a true apostolic calling. Truth and here. you can't have a false prophet of Balaam a Janes, a Jambres, unless, you know, you have Jezebel, all these other principalities and demon gods and, and wickedness that you can't even imagine around you. You can't even have a false prophet unless that person has a prophetic calling. Which means it'll be an exact counterfeit of a true prophet, except they'll have the people, they'll have the resources, they'll have the money, they'll have Babylon the Great. have the numbers 950 prophets of Jezebel to one prophet of God Elijah in the scriptures and if you don't think that's the numbers right now you're with the 950 with Jezebel because it's the exact counterfeit of the prophetic calling but it's in the corrupted DNA it's in the Gentile DNA it's in human Tower of Babel Tower of Jezebel human language self-inspiration it's actually luciferian prophetics i saw a vision of it today as i'm dealing with false male jezebel prophets that are everywhere in the usa 950 to 1 and they like to anoint apostles with their false prophetic anointing that's how they jezebel and ahab operate they have all their little goons out there and they go around with that demonic false prophetic anointing and they anoint false kings And then they just whisper into their ears false prophetics and false inspiration, and it's everywhere. That's why you can always tell the quality of a ministry by the voices they're listening to, by their prophets and their intercessors. That's why everyone that comes into Red Letter Ministries, no matter how advanced you were in other ministries, you go through the Sheep Gate and have your pride and lust slaughtered under the sun 1,000% of the time. And if you come in to red-letter ministries except through the cross and are not annihilated to death again in spirit, soul, mind, and strength, you have no possibility of ever being in leadership in this ministry in a 1,000 years. It'll never happen because you have to be constantly refined and fire tested and proven through the true sheep gate of the cross of Calvary infinite amounts of time seven times which means constantly infinitely continuously until you are proven as an angel of true light and not an angel or spirit of false light that's what we're dealing with human spirits that are so heavily involved with angels of false light that their spirit man becomes a spirit of false light which is the roots of the tower of jezebel after you're baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. After you're operating in prophetic gifts and healing signs, miracles, and lying wonders. Because how many all know that tower connects to a false black sun and a black moon and goes up into the second heavens and connects to Satan's throne in the heavenly places of principalities that are in those ranged areas And they can corrupt you celestially into false second heaven encounters that have the appearance of third heaven encounters. This is why when you're young in prophecy, you have corrupt visions and corrupt dreams. Jeremiah says, if you're in sin, all your dreams and visions are polluted. Well, you don't know you're in sin when you're bewitched by Jezebel because you think you're in the prophetic. Now you just come out of the speaking in tongues, Pentecostalism. You come out of the Evangelical Free Church of America, Born Again, Billy Graham, Evangelical Association, Doctrine into Assemblies of God, Doctrine into Bethel Church and Morningstar, Charismatic Doctrine, and they all have rules and regulations. River Church, Rodney Howard Brown in Florida has 16 pages of laws just to attend their church in the river. And in the drunken glory. Okay? So you have protocol and all that stuff going on everywhere. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And the really, really, really ugly that's behind the scenes a lot of times that you don't see. Truth, anyhow. And when you start to wear your spirit on your sleeve, and there's nothing hidden anymore, I'm telling you, you begin to deal with what is hidden in the hearts of the charismatic and pentecostal church you begin to deal with the circumcision of the heart the things that keep you gentile and not jewish after you're born again now you say that people cringe but it's the truth anyhow that's paul's gospel galatians 6 paul's gospel is that you become israel that you become mature ones who wear celestial garments The hope of the resurrection is called apostolic first century book of Acts ministry. If you don't have it, you're not even Christians. You're pagans with a form of Christianity that's the kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of fallen archangels. Jezebel, who says she's a prophetess. Jezebel, who says she's a leader inspired by God with the word of God. She's a preacher and a teacher, y'all. She's a false bride of Christ. She's a false lamb of God. She's falsely, wickedly inspired. And she has 950 prophets in the USA in full-time charismatic ministry right now to every one Elijah outside, outside of her tower. And there's confrontation on Mount Carmel with the wickedness of the charismatic abomination of the church of Jezebel, who anoints apostles, and they're often so ignorant of the higher things of righteousness, of the higher things of the book of Enoch, that they allow this wicked influence to come through spouses, this wicked influence to come through intercessory prayer teams, to come through prophetic words, people being around and just get familiar with you like they're really mature, you can listen to these guys. And all of a sudden, An apostle or a prophet or a teacher or an evangelist or a pastor who began right with the Holy Ghost gets turned and now they're not even serving the kingdom of heaven. They're serving the kingdom of Satan. And you have seen that everywhere in your American lives since you've been born. To find someone loyal against those kingdoms and against those turnings Of false anointings, false prophetics, beast influence, which is carnality, unrenewed minds. People pleasing is pleasing the mark of the beast, pleasing the flesh, pleasing the carnal mind that wars and wages warfare against the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's where most barbaric Christianity is at right now. It's pleasing the beast the bulls of Bashan. It's pleasing the Eliud, the lowest-ranking DNA of the seed line of the Satans. And that's the beast. Now we got pleasing of principalities and pleasing of the false prophetic. She who says she's inspired. He who says he's inspired. I'm seeing dreams and visions. Hello? Lying wonders, lying signs, lying gemstones, lying angel feathers lying gold dust lying anything can lie second heavens is the mystic realm that can create any sign and wonder any sign and wonder true and the enemy is so desperate to shut down actual righteousness of the garden of Enoch the garden of Eden the garden of the law of the luminaries that this stuff is happening all over so that even the elite or the Apostles could be turned and become false Apostles and you're seeing it and you're getting warned about it because the leadership that will come forth now is gonna be like Moses it's gonna be like Joseph it's gonna be like Israel it's gonna be like Isaac it's gonna be like Abraham it's gonna be like Methuselah it's gonna be like Noah it's gonna be like the first family thousand years before the law of Moses which is a much higher law it's the law of the luminaries and this type of obedience is actually the new covenant law what did they have in the everlasting covenant of Enoch what was the everlasting covenant of the book of Enoch why was Enoch people in the New Testament for 500 years next to Revelation so you read them together for the first 500 years of global Christianity until the Pope took it out at a council in the Vatican in 500 A.D. in Rome. The Pope, Constantinople, Constantine, when they turned Christianity into organized religion, they changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday, they changed the times and the seasons, Constantine and Constantinople they canonized Enoch as New Testament scripture. Council of Nicaea 325 AD. So then 150 years later the Satans had already completely in the whole western church corrupted it into the Nicolaitan spirit where they would behead you if you didn't submit to them. You'd You'd get killed. You'd get burned at the stake as witches. And so it turned into A whole bunch of satanic influence it's it's they used to bury people while they're building their churches in the walls and their bones and their skeletons are still in those church walls in Europe to this day they did it also in the Americas they did it in the Americas as well you have Christian churches that still have human beings in the walls of the churches all over planet Earth Okay? So, you're dealing with diabolical, anti-Christ, Luciferian Christianity for 1500 years influencing Western Christianity. Now I know we got the renewal of Azusa Street, we got the gifts of the Spirit, there is still a remnant and a residue of that most potent anti-Christ sorcery on all Western Christianity on all European Christianity, on all American Christianity, and it is a residue of satanic Christianity that completely destroyed the most important things of the New Covenant, the New Testament, its teachings from the apostles. It was the complete anti-Christ, anti-apostle, works of the satans through priests, that killed anyone and burned them at the stake anytime they disagreed with them for about 1,200 years. You disagree with the Pope, you're dead. The Pope had the power of life and death. The Roman Catholic Church, the Knights Templar, had the power if, if you ate or if you starved. For a 1,000 years, it was a Luciferian church of death. All the scriptures were translated into Latin, so only the upper class, the ruling class, the Knights Templar class, and all of the priests of the Roman Catholic Church had control over the people, and the corruption was as corrupt as corrupt gets. And then Martin Luther comes in Germany, and we get the thesis, and we get the separation from Protestantism from Catholicism, because they're selling people indulgences, paying money to have their sins forgiven. Okay? And they were just fed up with it. And so you start to have a schism in the 1500s. And for 500 years, we've been separating ourselves as Protestants, as Pentecostals, as Western Christians, further and further away, and this was our legacy in the Western church and it's precious to the Lord. This is our testimony in Western civilization of Western Christianity and he saved the best for last. And we're separating ourselves further and further away from the corruption of the Satans of Catholicism which is Freemason Christianity. It is sorcery in the guise of Christianity. And the last bit of it Is being dealt with now in the soul realm because we got it in the glory stream. We got it in the remnant of the charismatic church in the spirit. We do. It's true. Bobby Connor ain't lying to you. Brian Simmons ain't lying to you. Okay? You have holiness of spirit in the glory stream and it's real. What we need now to take on our enemies is holiness of soul holiness of flesh when you begin to do this as israel as son you decimate the last residue of what was lost in the first century apostolic church <clears throat> now we come forth as abraham isaac and jacob now we come forth as pillars now we have the seven stars of biological power biological authority and it's not just still in the synagogue of satan it's not just in what the enemy's doing in sorcery what the enemy's doing in false Christianity, what Jezebel's doing in her tower against the apostles and prophets. And you know what? Even though if they've betrayed us and they've done severe harm to us and they've stolen thousands of people from us, they've stolen hundreds of thousands of dollars from us, they've destroyed hundreds of thousands of dollars of resources against this ministry. I have dealt with the brunt of all the wickedness of the residue of the soul and flesh realm, the remnant of Freemason, Luciferian sorcery in Western Christianity. We have spearheaded this in this apostolic ministry since 2006. And it has been absolutely horrific. Absolutely worse than Vietnam during the Tet Offensive. Truth anyhow. Most of them, look if you look around, the casualty rate Vietnam was only 50% after they came home blowing their heads off. It's only 50% in Vietnam. The casualty rate in Red Letter Ministries thus far has been over 95%. And that's because this warfare is so much more severe than Vietnam, it can't even be fathomed. And what we're dealing with now in the soul realm in the flesh realm is the conquering of the last enemies of the residue of the Satans who shut down apostolic Christianity and imparted sorcery in its stead. And when the sorcery of the soul and the sorcery of the flesh comes off by the judgment of the watchers of the law of the luminaries under Uriel, the angel of holiness, then your souls and your flesh WILL BE RESTORED TO THE ORIGINAL APOSTOLIC AUTHORITY OF THE TWELVE APOSTLES OF THE LAMB. THIS IS WHERE WE'RE GOING, GUYS. TOTAL DOMINION OF ALL BIOLOGICAL LIFE ON EARTH, OF ALL ANGELIC LIFE IN HEAVEN, AND ALL LIGHT IN THE HEAVEN OF HEAVENS, IN THE GARDEN OF RIGHTEOUSNESS and wisdom and great wisdom and walking with the Father in the coolness of the day in reality, not just with Holy Spirits, not just what the previous generation of David Hogans pioneered for us. They did a good job. That was their calling. That's their destiny. It's not ours. Ours is to go even higher and further than Bob Jones then David Hogan, then Heidi Baker, then Bill Johnson, and all the best of the best of the glory stream and church age, and that is the truth anyhow. We will go forth into the soul realm and be holy of soul. We will go forth into the flesh realm as spirit beings, as new creatures, and be holy to the Lord on our foreheads, which is our holy flesh. And once you have holy flesh, all judgment will come upon all unholy flesh and the whole earth will be cleansed and they will no longer sin through lust or pride or false Christianity or knowledge or anything because they will all practice righteousness and humility, says the Lord. Another warning to those who err. Amen. glory again i swear to you sinners that sin is prepared for a day of ceaseless bloodshed those who worship stones they call jesus their stone they worship jesus like a stone an idol jesus idol jesus idol holy spirit what is an idol something that you control and doesn't control you lifeless idols an idol Jesus so you can still do whatever you want with your life and an idol Holy Spirit so you can still make your own decisions like you're still in charge there you have an idol Holy Spirit you have an idol Christianity you have an idol Jesus this is what is prepared for false Christians the foolish whom Jesus Christ said would be destroyed into hell with weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. He wasn't easy on it, was it? No. The goats get hell. The foolish get hell. The tares get hell. That's red letter ministries. Jesus wasn't like, oh, grace abound. Keep praying for them. Keep loving for them. Keep loving them. Jesus did not say that or teach that or preach that false love everywhere that's why they're drunk on your blood you that truly are sanctified giving grace to people that have rejected sanctification being holy of spirit righteous of spirit being set apart from sin and they continue sinning there is no grace for the wicked there is no mercy for the wicked if they continue practicing wickedness they go to hell by jesus christ's judgment we are so deceived, we keep giving our blood to the wicked. We keep giving our blood to Balaam. We give our blood to Jennies and Jambres because we think we're loving. You're not loving, you're empowering the kingdom of the false prophets. You're empowering the kingdom of Jezebels, the kingdom of false teachers there has to be a further coming out from amongst them my people and be separate says the Lord there has to be an increasing holiness from false love otherwise you will get the same judgment as the sinners who claim grace abounds grace abound christianity was forbidden by the apostle paul the bible says god forbids it but we just practice it we do Hyper grace everywhere. Hyper grace has come in and tried to mix in with the drunken glory and it's polluted everyone that it could possibly pollute. Because it's a a deception of false pleasure. It's a deception of false sanctification. This cup I can drink and I can just be soulish all the time. No excellence. I can just be a slob. I don't have to be perfect. I'm already perfect. This cup is perfect. There's 200 million cups. Oftentimes they're drinking the cups of Eliud. And that's why there's no obedience. If you love me, you obey me. And then they call obedience legalism. They call obedience going too far, going back under the law. Don't listen to Red Letter Ministries anymore. They've forsaken the drunken glory. And now if you listen to them, you go under the law. There's always been the law of the luminaries. You're under the fallen angels. You can't get away from the law of the stars and the order of the stars and the law of righteousness. You can't avoid the law of the Garden of Eden. It won't change no matter what you're experiencing in your drinking. It's not you could go into a 10,000 different forms and self-justify but you will be totally deceived to your last dying breath until you get back into what jared walked in enoch walked in israel walked in isaac walked in abraham walked in before there was a torah how did these men practice righteousness how did joseph please god and obey god how did enoch please god with no rule book a thousand years later no New Testament and yet he writes about the New Covenant and it's in the New Covenant because pre-flood all you had was New Covenant if you want to understand what the New Covenant is you go into before the flood times and that's why you have the genealogies of the Gospel of Luke that go through Noah Back through Methuselah, Jared, Enosh, Kenan, Seth, and Adam, the son of God. And Adam's called the son of God because now through the gospel of Luke, the gospel to the Gentiles, Apostle Paul's co-worker in Christ, Dr. Luke, we have an understanding of redemption back into the Garden of Eden. Back into before there was a Torah of the knowledge of good and evil, and good and evil, and bad, and right and wrong, and all this stuff that we just apply to our souls like a Moses like a false interpretation of Moses taking Paul's letters and just applying them to our souls that is not christianity we have to get into righteousness of the river of life and practice what they practice before there was the law of Moses because the law of Moses perverted and corrupted now is how you have the perverted corrupted teachings of the new testament truth anyhow you know that you're meant to go back into the garden of eden if you understand how those men were obedient before there was rules that's the path back into the garden of righteousness the rigidness of those men the righteousness the holiness the integrity the humility of joseph the purity of joseph king of Egypt not sinning the purity of Moses king of the Cushites could have any woman in the world king of an entire nation according to Jasher wouldn't even look at him wouldn't even put his eyes on him it's what the Bible says it is remember Moses wrote the law so what did Moses practice before there was a law righteousness he practiced the law of the sun, the law of the moon, and the law of the stars, not as gods, but as the laws of God, the creator of the sun, the creator of the moon. Moses didn't worship the sun. Abraham did. Moses was born of the sun and the moon in his spirit. So Jasher says. He was born of the law of the luminaries. And through that righteousness that was imparted into him at birth, predestined, foreordained to be the lawgiver, <laughs> he brought forth the Torah. He brought forth the old covenant. And the old covenant, was the Bible say, was imperfect. He brought the perfect and then bring it into a level of imperfection for animals to digest it. What it does is put the demons on lockdown. It restricts the movements of evil spirits. The law is for sinners, it is written. The law is for murderers. the law is for the sexually immoral. The law is for sorcerers. The law is for a perverse generation to completely smite them, with God's holy righteous light and remove from their souls and their flesh all the influence of the seed line of the fallen angels the giants the Nephilim and the Eliud notice it's close to Elijah it's Eliud it's the false prophetic the false Elijah it's everywhere people will reject these teachings they'll reject Enoch because it exposes stuff that's in them because they're barely sanctified The level and the quality of sanctification to be a charismatic full-time minister is an abomination. Under the watch of the Twelve Apostles of the Lamb, most of these leaders would be kicked and excommunicated out of their holy love feasts. They would be removed and thrown out as pagans. The standard of the first century, we don't even have it. We have to go back through that first. We need the holy, righteous application of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And through that level of sanctification, then we'll get into the 12 constellations of the 12 tribes of Israel and be keepers of time and restorers of time and redeemers of time. For the stars and the luminaries and the law of the luminaries are for keeping time. Then you will smite the devils. Then you will smite Pan and the demon gods. Then you will smite Satan and his throne and melt it down into the Dead Sea. But in order to have that level of luminary righteousness of the Garden of Eden, it's going to require us to go back first into the law of the Lamb of the Twelve Apostles. We are very far from that in the glory stream right now. I'm dishonored continuously by ministers and people in the glory stream, in the pinnacle of the charismatic church. If it's that bad amongst those that are charismatic, how bad is it out there? It's potent sorcery. It's Babylon the great. That's why the seventh week of Enoch this week is the week of the perverse generation. This is the maximum perversion of sorcery and sexual morality of all time it's Sodom and Gomorrah on steroids Sodom and Gomorrah couldn't imagine having the sexual morality available today that we have today through cell phones through internet through computers through images through this society it is like the whole earth every nation 195 nations have turned into Sodom and Gomorrah even the Republicans with conservative principles are showing off Daisy Dukes at their Donald Trump rallies. The perversion is Fox News. The perversion is Breitbart. The perversion is has completely filled the conservatives. They're perverts too. It's not just the pedophiles that practice false Kabbalah. It's not just the pedophiles of the deep state of the Luciferian Freemasons that need to suck the blood out of infants like Pharaoh and put the blood of babies in their wounds, wounds, and practicing the magic arts of Egypt, which is what they do in secret societies. They drink blood. They sacrifice babies. They pour the blood. They drink the blood of children. Truth, Nia. The there's kidnappings everywhere. A lot of people come out of this stuff. You can get testimonies of people escaping every level of evil now <clears throat> because the righteous are opening doors into righteousness. You can escape Freemasonry and not die from birds and beasts. You could be an Alistair Crowley and escape. You could be a Anton LaVey and escape now. True. The doors are open. Sorcerers can be washed if they come through the cross and be annihilated. Spirit and all the roots of Babylon and all the Tower of Babel, and all the Towers of Evil, all the Tower of Jezebel, all the Tower of the Satans and their altars be torn down in your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh, you can be regenerated from any state, even from Tartarus. Righteousness is great. Wickedness is poor. Wickedness is nothing compared to true Moses-level righteousness. Joseph-level righteousness, which... Put all of Egypt, which is the superpower of 70 nations, there were only 70 nations back then. We have 195 now. In the days of Joseph, there were 70. Joseph's righteousness put the whole universe on lockdown. We need Joseph's righteousness. But in order to get Joseph's righteousness, and some of you have endured this a little bit, some of you more than others, some of you a lot, you will have pit and prison for doing what's right for obeying what you know God has put in your spirit and what signs and wonders confirm and what holy angels confirm and you're willing to test it in your heart and your mind and your soul and your flesh constantly to possibly be wrong and if you're wrong you're teachable and you're humble and you're clay in the potter's hands that attribute of humility is essential for maturing in the Joseph Mantle as Joseph Company which is Gideon's 300, you can call it anything you want. It's the leadership of the armies of the living God. The vanguard of Joel's army is a Joseph company. Joseph had understanding of everything in the universe. Wisdom that would blow your freaking minds in order to put the whole kingdom of hell, all the fallen angels, all the seed lines, all the spirits, all the 70 nations on planet earth, egypt was the superpower egypt was the united states of america in ancient times they had the universe on lockdown physically financially morally and spiritually truth anyhow and a jew joseph came in from potiphar's house and a prison of the underworld which is the crucifixion with christ perfected humility that you came in through hell, which is oftentimes a jail cell, there's jail cells in hell, Joseph came through all the hells, all of them, killed by his brothers, killed by everyone, murdered, written off, sold into slavery, destroyed in every possible way of existence, which is real crushing, doesn't have to be so severe, but if you're disobedient, you'll go through the school of hard knocks and it will be severe endure it's not just old testament for you people out there struggling coming out of hyper grace jesus christ in the red letters in revelation chapter 2 satan will put some of you in prison for 10 days jesus christ talking in the book of revelation satan's going to put you in prison for 10 days endure to the end and you get the crown of life which means you won't die don't endure to the end you die in prison guaranteed truth anyhow jesus christ red letter ministries Okay, So you're still dealing with that. You're still dealing with a prison system, an underworld system, a sorcery system, a religious system, and it's poverty spirits. It's religious spirits. It's all these Eliud and their offspring, the evil spirits that incarcerate your minds in darkness and shadows and forms and types and all this stuff to be in different dimensions other than what God created you to live in. The gospel is to set the prisoners free. We are not prisoners. We've never been the slaves of anyone. And yet they're in Roman occupation in the Bible. That's what they, they protested against Jesus Christ because their pride came right to the surface. They're like, we've never been the slaves of anyone. They're the slaves of Pontius Pilate while he's talking to them. But they're so arrogant, they couldn't even confess that they were under enemy occupation. Later on, Their their pride didn't go away guys. Their last dying breath being crucified by Titus of Rome, every man, woman, and child slaughtered and murdered, 70 AD, the diaspora. They didn't repent to their last dying breath. Pride killed them. They're still deceived down in hell with weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. They're still in hell in that same state of unbelief right now in the pride that Jesus was wrong and their demonic interpretation of the Torah was correct. Same with false Christians. The false Christians are in hell right now still believing God's wrong and they're right. You go to hell with your pride. Two characteristics, Enoch says, of the new earth. Only two for the new earth. What are they? Righteousness and humility. They shall no longer sin because the New Earth people, New Earth Christianity, practices righteousness and humility. Nothing else even mentioned by the greatest seer of all time. New Covenant Enoch. Righteousness, which is the practice of the Law of the Sun and the Law of the Moon and the Law of the Stars, Book of Enoch, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses. Pre-law, which is the law of liberty in Christ Jesus. I think when you have that much energy, that much heat, that much light beaming through your angelic ephod, your spirit man's breastplate of righteousness, that you're going to rejoice in your obedience in the benefits of obeying the law of the Son. All of you must repent and begin obeying The law of the great luminary. That's step one to even have ammunition of God being a sun and shield and armor and weaponry to deal with the type of sorcery at a demon god level you're dealing with right now in this perverse generation. You ain't going to be able to stand up to the Illuminati and the 13 crown families that practice red dragon second heavens demon god sorcery. Your pitiful, charismatic fluff, as wonderful as it is to be saved, you will die. You'll die of cancer. You'll die of all kinds of terrible deaths. The smitings will be severe from the demon gods. God is going to prepare you. He is. He's sending new apostles and prophets right now. And there are many that come after me that will teach Enoch properly, that will teach righteousness, that will teach what Moses walked in before the law. What Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob walked in before the law, and what Moses continued to walk in even after he gave the law, because the law was to cleanse them from the snakes that were sticking to their souls. He wanted them all to come up the mountain to practice the law of the luminaries, but the law was to slaughter the demons that was in their souls and in their flesh, but they were not willing to let go of Egypt in their hearts. Truth anyhow. They were not supposed to practice sand law. They were supposed to practice mountain law. The Bible says that Moses preached the gospel, which has come out of the dirt into the heavens. And the 70 elders of Israel walked on sapphire pavement and ate with God face to face in Exodus. Which means they went into heaven through the righteousness of the prophet Moses. Which means right now, we need to get back into what? they walked in in sapphire pavement the testimony of Jesus the spirit of prophecy the obedience to the original commandment not turning Paul's epistles into some kind of new covenant legalism some kind of interpretation of the soul some type of paganism the fallen angels have turned Paul's epistles into hyper grace nonsense that's why Paul rebuked the church and told Rick Joyner in a true spiritual vision that my people down on earth are not interpreting my epistles correctly. You need to understand Paul is breaking down Hebrew righteousness to Gentiles who didn't think it was wrong to speak in tongues with the pagans at the temple of Diana. You guys know better than that. They didn't. They were literally pagans. They would sacrifice to demons all day long, and they were they began to mix paganism with Paul's apostolic Christianity, and so he rebukes the snot out of them in all of his epistles. There would be new epistles, different epistles today to all the cities in the USA, and if you don't think so, you're an idiot. The apostles are writing new letters. Those ones still work. It's not throwing out Paul. It's not throwing out the Bible. It's understanding the application in 2022 with what you're dealing with in this perverse generation of religious charismatic sorcery of the Tower of Jezebel that's turning apostles into false apostles all over the planet right now. And if if our leaders are being turned how bad will the oppression be in those nations under fallen angels who know what they're doing to tempt you in higher realms that you're oblivious to because you've misunderstood the New Testament scriptures the misunderstanding of the depths of the law of Jesus Christ that's why John gets into the man of lawlessness because they already started perverting Paul's epistles so severely John the greatest apostle, the chief of the chief apostles of the Lamb, the pillar of the apostles, the love apostle, the elder of the elderly. This is what the scriptures say about Apostle John. He is fighting the rebellion against the law of the luminaries. They're warring against life and light and an inheritance and they're getting into counterfeits of Christianity and counterfeits of the Judaizers coming in and circumcising flesh instead of circumcising soul for the inheritance of Enoch. How many of y'all know Enoch and Jared and Seth and Adam didn't know about circumcision? They would have laughed at you. Circumcision is comical with the first family of the first estate the path to the Garden of Eden, but we're so barbaric, we still have these questions through the legalism of our fallen dirt and dust. We need to repent back before the flood and get into obedience to the luminaries and the law of the sun, the law of the moon, the law of the stars, begin practicing righteousness, begin practicing holiness, begin practicing Joseph's actual mantle, Joseph's purity. Joseph's integrity even when he's false accused and doing prison time for staying pure never complained. He never complained. You people, I deal with fickle people so often, you guys, it is so insane. They help me one time and they want half of Red Letter Ministries. They're like it's it's absolutely bizarre how far gone we are in pride right now. These people in ancient times are incarcerated. Daniel in the lions' den. You obey the Holy Spirit once and you're like, give me, give me, give me, give me rewards. Give me rewards. You know, Abraham was like 40 years of obedience. And when he's dead, the Bible says, then he got the promise of Isaac. When he was dead. We are so far gone in selfishness and pride. God can't even bless us. That's why we turn to the fallen angels and get into paganism and start serving the throne of Lucifer thinking it's the throne of Jesus Christ in the seven mountains of false fire and stolen treasures from the saints well they have counterfeit cherubim y'all with false black lightning because it strikes me all the time when these false prophets pray for me it's so bad sometimes i'll wake up and it's like black matter just has to come off me from all these wicked christian ministers and their deceived followers praying for me it's intense i'll see the blackness come off of their words they're literally cursing they're literally obeying balaam they're giving their blood they're practicing red magic they are anointed red magicians of lucifer and they think they're the leaders in the prophetic church that's the hour we're in they have false cherubim you might have heard of them molech and pan that are like covering fallen archangel cherubim over the throne of Lucifer, that he has the appearance of Jesus Christ. The Antichrist comes in the guise of Christ, First John it is written. Satan, the chief of all the Satans of the demon gods, that even the highest ranking archangels that fell, called Molech and Pan, have a covering over the throne. Their main job is to deceive the world in charismatic lying signs and wonders. That's the hour you're in. So he dealt with false drunken glory and a whoopty-frickin'-do. Now you're gonna deal with false cherubim lightning. Now you can deal with the false throne of God. Now you're gonna deal with the false seven mountains of stolen treasures from the murdered prophets. All the treasures in those mountains, the Bible tells you, came from the destruction of the true mouthpieces of the living God and they built three mountains of stolen treasure, stolen gemstones. They built three mountains of stolen fire. That's real fire but it's stolen from the luminaries and it's stolen from the blood of the murdered, martyred saints. Murdered and martyred saints. Their whole kingdom is built on the destruction of God's anointed ones. Upon them be ascribed all the murder of the prophets. Revelation it is written. That's what Jesus Christ says in Revelation. Upon that system be ascribed the murder of all the true sent ones from God. It's the second heaven's false kingdom of heaven and it's what you call charismatic Christianity right now in the earth. And don't think, oh, I'm in a good form. No, you're not. I guarantee it. The potent sorcery deceived all nations. How high does the roof of your church go? Oh, it goes all the way to the third heaven. No, it doesn't. It does not. It doesn't even go to the sun. You'd be lucky to get up even to the Tower of Jezebel. Her tower is higher than every church steeple. That's why you can't even begin to face her until you come out of organized charismatic Christianity, get in the river with wild Elijah and John the Baptist company outside of organized charismatic outside of organized pentecostalism outside of the luciferian 501 c3 system and practicing the wild wild west of john the baptist and elijah and the nazarites that are not against you that are the most for you people in existence they're your saviors the real prophets the real prophetic remnant and they don't have to go through the glory stream they don't have to go the charismatic We're going to have people come out of straight, perverse generation with the global harvest right in to the true sheep gate and be slaughtered with the lamb and like it. And you're not going to deal with spoiled brat mayhem, false prophetic garbage, and all these Jezebel-trained sorcerers of the false kingdom of heaven of the seven mountains of pan and Molech and all the garbage of the lightning of the cherubim of of the satans you're not going to have to deal with that junk because the apostles and prophets that are pure and sent that are going for it now by the leadership of red letter ministries worldwide because that's what we're doing here that's what we're warring for here will pave the way so you can go all the way up and be saved and safe not just in fire insurance but in soul and flesh in dna and become 144,000, and become the 12 tribes and have the stars that are perfect dna they have no dust they have no dirt there's no dust on any star dust is only on planet planets and on moons so when you start to practice righteousness your dna gets healed and you go back into the first family and start obeying the original commandment of god the father which is walking in the light of Jesus walk with me in the coolness of the day that was what they're commanded to do walk with me in my same measure of light be my son and daughter and have the same measure of light that I walk in we'll walk in that light together God is light true light that's the law of the garden of Eden that's the law of righteousness without the legalism of the fallen angel interpretation of Old Testament and New Testament scriptures that we just apply as dead letter to the brain and you have all these self-righteous, arrogant murderers out here claiming to be Christians, claiming to be prophets, claiming to be leaders, claiming to be apostles, half of them. The real test is, are you obedient to the law of the Son? Or if the Son smites you, does your life go up in ashes? Because what, the judgment that's coming, the Bible says the sun will shine forth seven times brighter in that day. That's written in the Minor Prophets. The judgment that's coming forth is from those who practice the law of the Garden of Righteousness. Those who practice the law of the sun, the law of the moon, and the law of the luminaries with the seven archangels that are seven watchers of the second heavens of the two-thirds that obey their orbit to the bright morning star in us, which is the born-again spirit. Now, if you do something with it, you go into order, and they orbit. The order of righteousness. The order of Melchizedek. The order of the law of the luminaries. Remember Abraham met Melchizedek in Genesis 14? How many of y'all know Abraham was 500 years before Moses? So Abraham didn't have the law. Abraham had Melchizedek. Abraham had the king of righteousness and the king of peace of Salem who is Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Truth, anyhow. Melchizedek is Jesus Christ. And Abraham saw Jesus and rejoiced in his day. That's what Jesus said. Abraham saw me and rejoiced in his day. It is written now. That's red letters. Jesus said. And then they protested. You're not even seventy years old and you've seen Abraham. Before Abraham was I am <laughs> Amen. That's what he said. And they picked up stones to kill him. Cause he said he was God. And he was. And he was just trying to make you God like him, and they just insisted on the fallen angels instead. And so they murdered God. And they're still murdering God. That's what sorcery is. Sorcery is the destruction of the human spirit's ability to get back into righteousness. You deal with it every day in false Christianity. Non-stop, 24-7, your religious spirits are trying to strike down your souls, your flesh, even your spirit, and turn you back into just mud flingers, mudmen, just dirt boys and dirt girls god has given you the ability to become i am's have i not said you are gods and you're not gonna die as men because you're gonna practice godliness in the original law of shining in the same measure of splendor as father god that's the standard of sonship you're not a real son of god you're growing up to be sons of god maturing in light going from glory to glory brightness to brightness until you're the exact radiance of the light being, Hebrews 1, which is the total fulfillment of the law of the Garden of Eden, the law of righteousness, the law of the luminaries. Enoch's path, the path of lightnings. Jesus walked in it. That's the way he flew right up into the sky. When's the last time you see Christians going up into the sky? We go up spiritually. Bob Jones taught you how to rapture five times a day for the last 40 years in the USA. Since 1972, we've had the real prophets teaching you how to live a lifestyle of rapture. There's a remnant learning how to live raptured. But how about now we learn how to maintain rapture? How to live above the sun? That's the standard. Anything under the sun will be completely terminated like the days of Noah. Terminated. All Christianity that claims to be inspired will be tested by the sun to see if it's real. And if it's not, Your spirit, your soul, your mind, your flesh, and your blood will go down into the Dead Sea. You will be eradicated and erased. And your posterity will be cut off forever. That is the truth and that is written in the Word. That is the level of judgment that practicing holiness will bring forth. It's not our job to question God's judgments. It's our job to obey His holy commandment And if they are terminated by their disobedience, their judgment is just and it is to be rejoiced in. John, uh, what does the Bible say? Book of Acts. They rejoiced that Judas Iscariot got what he deserved and went where he was going in his destruction. And then they gambled, opened up a little casino there in Jerusalem, cast dice, which is lots, to see who would be the next Apostle but you had to be with Jesus from the beginning had to be with him the whole three and a half years and this other guy Matthias was chosen God rejected it God didn't honor their gambling God didn't honor their dice sorry God chose Tarsus he's the 12th Apostle of the Lamb you'll find his name in the 12 pearls <laughs> Woo, he likes it wow. hallelujah he likes it love you paul hey paul come to me in the elevator at the penthouse and he says you're going further than when i further than what i went he says the furthest i got as an apostle was C- caesar's penthouse caesar's palace it's philippians chapter four it is written greetings from caesar's palace that's what it says in the bible So he had a luxury apartment in Caesar's house. It's true. They let him live it up. He didn't have a bad place. The Bible says he had a luxury apartment. He had a penthouse in Caesar's palace. Not for long. They cut his head off later on. But he did reach that height where he had favor for a time as a king, as an apostle practicing righteousness in Caesar's house. And he thought that he would take over the kingship era of maturity. He talks about Paul and Barnabas would come under your kingship, Corinthians. You know, if anyone's going to be king, who's the king of the first century? Who's the king of kings? Paul, the apostles. The apostles are kings. And Paul thought what's going to happen in our day was going to happen in his day. Because he was there. Send me to Caesar. I know what I'm walking in. I, I can conquer him. I can take him down. This is God. I can challenge the false king. Give to Caesar what's Caesar's. Give to God what's God's. Caesar is a pedophile, incestuous, having sex with his sister right now. If you understand Greek history, Roman history, they were incestuous. And he killed his own mom. Burned her at the stake. Nero Caesar did. He's completely insane. You know what drove him insane? Paul's apostolic glory in his palace. But Paul had a level of dominion. He did. But it drove the king, the false king, bonkers. So he burned his own mom at the stake. You know, who does that? Nero Caesar does that. That's where you get Caesars in Las Vegas. You know, what are these people doing? Naming whole areas after demons. After the most wicked men who've ever lived. Oh, they're the sons and daughters of Satan's. Therefore, they want the inheritance of killing the righteous, of killing Paul, killing the prophets, killing the apostles, because that's what that whole kingdom's built on, Jesus Christ says in Revelation. They don't have anything except what they've stolen from the believers for 2,000 years. The kingdom of Babylon the Great is built on the dead skulls of the believers. So now there's billions of us. Now we're going to awaken. Get with it and start practicing the answer of soul and flesh in holiness to bring judgment upon the most wicked, diabolical, confusing system of the maturity of Satan's seed line there's ever been. And it won't even be close. If you read Revelation, it's a total massacre. The good guys win and it's not even close. The issue is you have to understand how to win and it contradicts everything you've learned in your pagan, charismatic fluff. And you have to begin practicing what the ancients practiced. We we say it at IHOP. Mike Bickle preaches it. Restore the ancient paths. But then they kick the drunken glory out. Then they kick the prophets and apostles out. They kick Bob Jones out. They kick the ancient paths out. They hate it. Because it's the paths of the luminaries. And they're so full of religious spirits and satanic fluff. That they don't understand how the scriptures are fulfilled. They're fulfilled naturally from a spirit that created natural lights. They're create... What fulfills scripture is both natural and spiritual. The Word made flesh and dwelling amongst us, just hanging out at the pizza house, just God down having pizza, and He's so normal that it freaked them out that it wasn't the Luciferian forms, of Molech and Pan that the Pharisees portrayed God as, or the Christians today portrayed Jesus as. He was just a total down-to-earth guy that was God that was perfectly holy and not mixed with anything in spirit, soul, mind, or flesh. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus' lifestyle was a lifestyle of eating, drinking, celebrating, and destroying shadows mainly destroying religion what kind of religion Jewish religion what would it look like today Christian religion if Jesus is really in you and you're really walking like Jesus all of your actions and movements words and lifestyle will constantly effortlessly destroy Christian religion without even trying because you're in the righteous path you're in the narrow path you're in the way of the Lord this is what the Lord did this is how the Lord lived all the opposition that opposed Jesus is the same exact opposition that you have towards your lives and you have Jesus in you and if you face it with bravery and courage you conquer it because he already did and you rely on his word and his spirit and his ability his blood and his water and you rely on his paths you rely on his light and you go up into the lights and you go up into the father of lights and you go higher you go from glory to glory spiritually and naturally where we've missed it is we're not going up in the glory naturally most people still don't get that their brain just starts malfunctioning short-circuiting I don't get the natural light stuff I just need it's because of religious spirits it's because of sorcery it's because of Jezebel's tower. It's because of the magic arts that Christians are cut off from the inheritance in soul realm and in flesh realm. It's not supposed to be that way. Pagan sorcerers of false Christianity made it that way on purpose to enslave Christians like the New Covenant Israelites in, a, in Egyptian captivity. They did it on purpose, knowingly. And they're in hell and tartars for it right now. They die and go to Tartarus. These Christian warlocks, these Christian fraternities, these Christian sororities, these Christian false leaders are what incarcerate all Western civilization. You look at Nancy Pelosi claiming, quoting scripture a couple months ago. Can you imagine that? Being that far gone in your policies, and your immoralities, but you have the audacity as a Luciferian as a daughter of Satan, to still publicly quote Jesus Christ in some kind of self-righteous state, I mean that—that's—and people listen. I'd be like, "Oh, mom, wow, Nancy Pelosi, some some morality in the Democratic Party. Amazing. But people are so stupid that we don't even understand the difference between satanic quotation of scripture, Luciferian quotation of scripture, and Jesus Christ." The living word that brings forth judgment like Matthew chapter 5. Throwing commandments on them. Just read Matthew 5 and 6 and 7. It's the Sermon on the Mount. It's the New Covenant law. And that's the beginning of practicing righteousness. Practice it in spirit. Let it work in your spirit. It will cleanse your spirit. Jesus Christ said before he gave him the spirit. You're clean by the words I've spoken. You can listen to Jesus and get as perfectly clean as God himself. That's what the Bible says. If you're unclean, it's because you're in agreement with some kind of demon. An unclean spirit has you in its grips. Get the demon off you. Watch pigs in the parlor. Get delivered from your sins and your demons. Amen. You're to have no demonic influence. In Jesus' society, if you had a demon, you were cast out of society. You need to live in graveyards and in caves. We're so screwed up, We're just, we just live in houses, demon-possessed Christians everywhere. Not demonized, demon-possessed. Totally possessed in their soul and their flesh, controlled by evil spirits, and all their thoughts are wrongdoing continuously. You mean to say, oh, well, I can't be demon-possessed and be born again, man. You are demon-possessed and born again. You can get twice dead and go to hell after you're born again, it is written. Better off having never come to the knowledge of the glory than learning the knowledge of glory, then turning back and becoming twice dead. Book of Hebrews it is written because there no longer remains any repentance or forgiveness of any of your sins. Twice dead is real and you're dealing with it in this perverse generation that doesn't have any fear of the Lord. They don't have any obedience to the apostles, any obedience to the prophets. They insist on opinions. They insist on personal interpretation of scripture. They can't put anything on the altar. It's stubbornness en masse in the seventh week of Enoch that you are in called the perverse generation. So you have total opposition all around you from practicing holiness and practicing true righteousness. Keep going. I know there are members of the Glory Stream and Charismatic Church that are being influenced by red-letter ministries that you don't want to associate with this ministry because how controversial we are. Understand you'll be held accountable for all your ministry. You must implement this and this teaching from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as an apostolic commandment or your ministries will absolutely be destroyed. And you'll be ministries no more. Because you're keeping your people too low under a judgment that's coming from a very high realm that most charismatic believers have rejected. And if you're too low in the days of the judgment, look at the days of Noah. Noah's this fanatic. Noah's fringe, man. He's preaching rain that's never rained and something that's never happened before. I'm good. No one's ever held me accountable in my charismatic whoredom. And so nothing bad can ever happen to me. We can oppose and murder Brandon and slander Brandon and slander Rebecca and slander the prophets and slander the apostles, slander everyone that listens to Red Letter Ministries as a cult following and just do all the blasphemous attacks against them, these people practicing wisdom, righteousness, and holiness. And the strictest order of righteousness that's practiced by any group of people in the universe, ask the seven archangels, is Red Letter Ministries. All these people are lying, demon-possessed sons and daughters of Satan. Truth, anyhow. And they're under strict judgment. They are the perverse generation. Amen. And if they don't repent, violent destruction will come from the sun upon them. And it has never happened before like the days of Noah, but it shall happen now from our breastplates of righteousness there will be a fiery ordeal that you cannot escape from. It will consume your spirit, soul, mind, flesh, house, and last name into hell forever. So we'll just read a couple verses here from Enoch, just to confirm, I'm telling you the truth, and I care about your condition, so I tell you these things that seem so severe, but it's for your salvation of soul and flesh. And if you don't begin practicing it, you're not going to make it in the days ahead. You'll be consumed, you'll be wondering why forever. Why didn't it work? I tried. I didn't It's because you never obeyed the Holy Spirit. That's what they, that's what uh Stephen with the glowing face said. You never obeyed the spirit of Jesus. You're out here in your own spirit doing whatever you thought was God. That's how you get destroyed as charismatic christians which this laodicean glory christianity in america is totally guilty of doing anything they want and they don't even know the master in their own spiritual stomach they're not even accountable to the seven spirits of god before his throne truth in you so we have to be obedient if you love me you obey me and guess what there's rewards which means You'll have more joy than everyone combined. You'll have more love than everyone combined. you have more peace than everyone combined. Righteousness has all the love and the joy and the peace and all the fake stolen stuff in Satan's kingdom just burns off people and they say, why did my joy wane? Why was it up and down? Because you had a mixture of the seven kingdoms and the seven mountains of Satan and his angels. When you get into the real seven spirits of God that builds his house in your heart, wisdom, seven pillars, there's no waning joy you're not controlled by circumstances situations or people you're not controlled by money anymore you're not controlled by nothing you're controlled by the living God seven torches burning seven golden lampstands seven stars fill your hearts and go up like a rocket ship into the Sun and burn up your DNA crystal clear to have the inheritance of Abraham Isaac and Jacob in Jesus name again I swear to you sinners that sin is prepared for a day of ceaseless bloodshed those who worship stones images of the holy spirit they've created and who carve images of silver gold and gemstones they're carving images of rewarding themselves for obeying a god they created out of their own imagination it's the kingdom of satan now it's enoch 7 those who worship stones And who carve images of silver and gold and wood and precious stones and clay and worship phantoms and demons and abominations and evil spirits and all errors not according to knowledge which means no revelation no spiritual regeneration they're not doing the spirit it's just junk it's just fluff just soulish garbage it's temporal profane false christianity everywhere they will be led astray by the folly of their hearts by their feelings and emotions this doesn't feel good this this ministry is not making my feel my heart feel good I feel condemned like I'm never good enough around these people your heart never is good enough Jesus becomes your heart men and women after God's own heart get over yourself and the visions of your dreams will lead you astray which means fake false Jezebelic tower of jezebel lying visions lying dreams because you're practicing sin and paganism and your whole fluff charismatic life is a total fleeting lie amen just to put it gently you and the false works that you have made and constructed of stone you will be destroyed together
1: why shouldn't you love them
0: you will be destroyed together what about Greece? You will be destroyed. A beatitude on those who listen to the wise. Verse 10. Then blessed will be all who listen to the words of the wise and learn to do the commandments of the Most High and walk in the paths of His righteousness and do not error with the erring FOR THEY WILL BE SAVED. GOOD NEWS! SALVATION, IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, IS ONLY FOR THE OBEDIENT. HOW WE GOT TO THIS PLACE, WHERE YOU JUST CAN DO ANYTHING AND BE SAVED, IS BEYOND GOD. IT'S BEYOND GOD, IT'S SATAN'S KINGDOM. SALVATION REQUIRES DAILY COMMITMENT, PICKING UP YOUR CROSS, FOLLOWING HIM DAILY TO STAY SAVED that's real Christianity now Enoch chapter 99 verse 11 woe to you who spread evil for your neighbor for in Sheol you will be slain woe to you who lay with the foundations of sin and deceit and cause bitterness on the earth for because of it they will be brought to an end woe to those who build their houses not with their own labors we talked about that last week Your christianity for your own house instead of for the father's house it's the greatest treason of all time and it's applauded in satan's christianity right now building your own houses not with your own labors and make the whole house of stones and bricks of sin woe to you you will have no peace woe to those who reject the foundation and everlasting inheritance of their fathers, woe those who reject Paul, John, Jesus, John the Baptist, Ezekiel, Daniel, Elijah, Isaac, Abraham, Methuselah, Enoch, Jared, Mahalalel, Kenan, Seth, Adam! For he will destroy your glory and lay affliction on your hearts. Stolen glory, Satan's kingdom, fading glory, external glory, false prophet glory. He will destroy your glory and lay affliction on your hearts and arouse his wrath against you and destroy all of you with the sword. Isn't that what he says in Revelation? I'll come and destroy you with the sword of my mouth. Jesus Christ, red letters. But all the righteous and all the holy will remember your unrighteous deeds. Chapter 100. And then in one place the fathers will be smitten with their sons. Cutting off a posterity. Ending the roots of the Tower of Babel inside all hearts and flesh and DNA. We're going to have a family of the first family down here practicing the righteousness of Enoch amongst everyone. That's what's written here. The whole posterity of wickedness in flesh and blood will be incinerated by a solar judgment through human DNA. Stars have perfect DNA. It's the Word of God. That's what will come upon the earth. And it will completely slaughter all the roots of the Tower of Babel, which is all nations' DNA. And will be a new nation called the israel of god truth anyhow brothers will fall in death with one another from dawn until sunset they will be murdered together until their flows of their blood as it were a stream for a man will not restrain his hand from his son nor from his beloved one to kill him and the sinner will not restrain his hand from the honored one, nor from his brother. A horse will wade up to its breast through the blood of the sinners. Amen. And the chariot will sink to its axles in sinners' blood. The angels will descend, going down into the hidden places on that day, and those who aided iniquity will be gathered into one place. And the Most High will be aroused on that day to execute great judgment on all. We want it first to be cleansed and perfect in soul and flesh. Amen. And then automatically through our souls and flesh, it'll be applied to everyone. Then you will have a new heavens and only then will you have a new earth like the days of Noah he will set a guard of the holy angels over all the righteous and and over all the holy and they will be kept as the apple of the eye until evil and sin come to an end. Thank God for your angels, which means all the saved will be working with their angelic guard constantly you'll see them you'll know them you'll be aware of them and you'll be saved with your angels it is written and from that time the pious will sleep a sweet sleep and there will no longer be anyone to frighten them and the wise among men will see the truth and the sons of the earth will contemplate these words of this epistle and they will recognize THAT THEIR WEALTH CANNOT SAVE THEM, WHEN INIQUITY, SORCERY, BABYLON THE GREAT'S ABILITY COLLAPSES INTO THE CRYSTAL SEA, Revelation 17 AND 18, FULFILLED NOW. WOE TO YOU UNRIGHTEOUS, WHEN YOU AFFLICT THE RIGHTEOUS ON A DAY OF HARD ANGUISH, AND BURN THEM IN FIRE. FOR YOU WILL BE RECOMPENSED ACCORDING TO YOUR DEEDS. Woe to you, heart of heart, who lie awake to devise evil! Fear will overtake you, and there will be no one to help you! Woe to you, all you sinners, because of the words of your mouth and the deeds of your hands! For you have strayed from the holy deeds! In the heat of a blazing fire you will burn! God will judge by means of the creation. His, perf- his perfection in Genesis 1 the perfection of the naming of the stars how perfect it was in the beginning creation of original design is the final judgment that's what's coming and now know that from the angels inquiry into your deeds will be made in heaven let me say it one more time and now know that from the angels inquiry, into your deeds will be made in heaven and from the sun and from the moon and from the stars concerning your sins. You have to be perfect in the law of the luminaries. Otherwise you're dead because on earth you execute judgment on the righteous and every cloud and mist and dew and rain will testify against you for they will all be withheld from you. So as not to descend upon you and they will be mindful of your sins therefore give gifts to the rain lest it be withheld from descending to you and to the dew and clouds and mist pay gold that they may descend which means offerings to your Apostles it's exactly what it means for if the snow and the frost and it's cold hurl themselves upon you and the winds and their chill and all their scourges, then you will not be able to endure before the cold and their scourges. So contemplate, O human beings, the deeds of the Most High and fear to do evil in His presence. If He closes the windows of heaven and withholds the dew and the rain from descending because of you, what will you do? shrivel up and die instantly (laughs) you're made out of dew and light if he does if he sends forth his wrath against you and your deeds will you not be entreating him why do you speak with your mouth proud and hard things against his majesty you will have no peace look at the captains who sail the sea their ships are shaken by wave and storm being beaten by the storm they all fear and all their goods and possessions they throw out into the sea and in their heart they are apprehensive that the sea will swallow them up and they will perish in it are not all the sea and all its waters and all of its movement the work of the most high he constituted it from the waters And bound it together and confined it by the sand at his rebuke in the sea and in the sand right now they fear and dry up BAM no more sea sorcery and no more sand sorcery Merry Christmas and the fish die and all that is in it but you sinners on the earth you do not fear him did he not make the heavens and the earth and all that is in them and who gave knowledge and wisdom to all that move on the earth and that are in the sea, do not the captains fear the sea? But the sinners do not fear the Most High. The Christians do not fear the Most High. The final enactment of such judgment. Enoch 102. Then when he hurls against you the flood of the fire of your burning what's like the days of noah a flood of fire it's the luminary fire it's the flood of all the stars of the second heavens upon the earth where will you flee and be saved and when he utters his voice against you with a mighty sound will you not be shaken and frightened the heavens and all the luminaries will be shaken with great fear and all the earth will be shaken and will tremble and be thrown into confusion. All the angels will fulfill what was commanded them, and all the sons of earth will seek to hide themselves from the presence of the great glory. And they will be shaken and tremble, and you sinners will be cursed forever. You will have no peace fear not souls of the righteous take courage you pious and humble who have died amen i've died with them that's what your cross says. you've died glory and do not grieve because your souls have descended into sheol with grief joseph and pit and prison and your body of flesh did not fare in your life according to your piety you never got rewarded for obeying the holy ghost your whole life He's still in the ghetto because the days that you lived were days of sinners and curses on the earth when you die then the sinners say about you the pious the humble have died according to fate and what have they gained from their deeds look then how they die in grief and darkness and what advantage do they have over us henceforth let them arise and be saved and they shall forever see the light but look they have died and henceforth and forever they will not see the light therefore it is good for us to eat and drink and plunder and sin and steal and gain wealth and see good days look then those who consider themselves righteous of what sort their destruction has been no righteousness was found in them until they died and they perished and became as those who are not and their souls descended with pain into Sheol and now I swear to you the righteous by the glory of the great one and by his splendid kingship and his majesty I swear to you that I know this mystery for I've read the tablets of heaven and I've seen the writing of what must be and I know the things that are written in them and inscribed concerning you that good things and joy and honor have been prepared and written down for the souls of the humble and pious who have died and much good will be given to you in the place of your labors and your lot will exceed the lot of the living the souls of the pious who have died will come to life and they will rejoice and be glad and their spirits will not perish nor their memory from the presence of the great one for all the generations of eternity therefore do not fear their reproaches woe to you dead sinners when you die in your sinful wealth those who are like you say about you blessed are the sinners all their days that they have seen and now they have died with goods and wealth and affliction and murder they have not seen in their life they have died in splendor And judgment was not executed on them in their life. Know that down to Sheol they will lead your souls. And there they will be in great distress. And in darkness. And in snare. And in a flaming fire. Into great judgment your souls will enter. And the great judgment will be for all the generations of eternity. Woe to you. You will have no peace. Do not say, you who are righteous and humble in life. In the days of our tribulation, we toiled laborlessly. And every tribulation we saw and many evils we found. We were consumed and became few and our spirits small. In our spirits small. And we were destroyed. And there was no one to help us with word and deed. We were powerless and found nothing. We were crushed. We were destroyed. And we gave up hope anymore to know safety from day to day we had hoped to be the head and became the tail we toiled and labored we were not masters of our labor we became the food of the sinners the lawless weighed down their yoke upon us our enemies were our masters they goaded us on and penned us in and to our enemies we bowed our necks and they had no mercy on us we sought to get away from them So that we might escape and be refreshed But we found no place to flee And be safe from them We complained to the rulers in our tribulation And cried cried out against those who struck us down and oppressed us But our complaints they did not receive Nor did they wish to give a hearing to our voice They did not help us They did not find anything against those who oppressed us and devoured us But they strengthened against us Them who killed us and made us few. They did not disclose their iniquities, nor did they remove from us the yoke of them who devoured us and dispersed us and murdered us. They did not disclose concerning those who murdered us, nor did they make mention that they raised their hands against us. I swear to you that the angels in heaven make mention of you for good before the glory of the Great One. And your names are written before the glory of the great one. Take courage then, you formerly who are worn out by evils and tribulations, but now you will shine like the luminaries of heaven. You will shine and appear and the portals of heaven will be opened for you. Your cry will be heard and the judgment for which you cry will also appear to you for from the rulers inquiry will be made concerning your tribulation and from all who helped them who oppressed you and devoured you inquiry will be made regarding your evils take courage and do not abandon your hope for you will have great joy like the angels of heaven and what will you have to do you will not have to hide on the day of great judgment coming out of the caves coming out of your doors coming out of your flesh coming out of your senses your spirit can come out now you do not need to hide on the day of great judgment come forth you born-again race and you will not be found as the sinners AND THE GREAT JUDGMENT WILL BE FAR FROM YOU, FOR ALL THE GENERATIONS OF ETERNITY. FEAR NOT, O RIGHTEOUS, WHEN YOU SEE THE SINNERS GROWING STRONG AND PROSPERING, AND DO NOT BE THEIR COMPANIONS, BUT STAY FAR FROM THEIR INIQUITIES, FAR FROM THEIR SORCERIES, FOR YOU WILL BE COMPANIONS Of the holy angels now we're with the angels heavenly father in the name of Jesus Christ seal with the seal of the law of the Son every heart with their angels and let their angels just touch their shoulders touch their heads pour upon their heads the ministry of the angels a greater salvation in soul and a greater salvation from Jesus Christ in heaven In flesh. That you may be with your angels. Working with your angels. All the time. You born again race. In Jesus. Mighty name. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Father. Glory. Bless you guys. Breathe the air. Of Zion's law. Breathe the air of Enoch. Breathe the air of the law of the sun. Breathe the breath of the Almighty in your mind, in your soul, and in all your spirit, and in all your bones and marrow. The breath of eternal life be restored to you. This is what the word of God at these levels is going to do. It's going to clear you up. It's gonna clean you up and clear you out. It's gonna turn your mind crystal clear and sparkling, your heart, your soul crystal clear and sparkling, your bones and marrow crystal clear and clean and sparkling in the true DNA of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Be sealed in your bones and marrow. Be sealed in your minds and skulls. Be sealed in your hearts and souls. Be sealed in the seven seals of the seven spirits of God in your entire spirit head to toes. And be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Glory. Shaka. (laughs) Thank you for everyone who gave to the drunken donkey we did lose one male Jezebel we did lose one monthly partner he was a false prophet anyhow I knew him glad he's gone but I want to appreciate those that are into the true prophetic into the true Elijah going higher in Elijah's tower going higher in Enoch's tower right now and supporting Red Letter Ministries in supporting the raising of new towers in every city there will be a Goshen like the sun on earth like the light of the sun seven times brighter in your city and that's what's at stake right now cities of light and cities of darkness two kingdoms in the garden which kingdom are you gonna build with all your house we're gonna build kingdoms of light kingdoms and towers in our cities we're going to use all the means of our houses for advancing the kingdom and we're going to be blessed from our holy angels as we do this very thing in obedience to the law of the luminaries which is the law of the garden of righteousness the law of the first estate and the law of Enoch the law of Abraham The law of Isaac, the law of Israel, and the law of Jesus Christ, the Holy One. Amen.
1: You see
2: of that temple that Solomon built and of course we know that the temple represents a place where the presence of God could rest and of course the ark represented the presence of God First Peter 2:5 says that we are all living stones fitted together in the house of the Lord we are the temple of God. Romans 1 also says, for us to present ourselves as living sacrifices. We know that as the temple was dedicated and as the sacrifices were presented before the Lord, the Lord himself came down and consumed the sacrifices. We offer ourselves as living sacrifices. And we invite the Lord to come and ignite us tonight like he ignited the sacrifices. Hallelujah. Set us on fire, so the world can can watch us burn for you. Glory to God. The Lord is near, build him a temple here. A palace of priests, a throne of thanksgiving, made for the king.